The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Megan Aguilar about her at-home Disney-themed wedding in Virginia. I thought you guys would love to hear about how she planned all of the amazing details of this day and how she incorporated the theme, and of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Megan. Hi. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) I would love to start at the very beginning and find out if you guys ever considered doing a Disney's fairy tale wedding or getting married at one of the parks or how you decided that you wanted to have a totally Disneyed out home wedding? Okay, so I think we got engaged at Disney and I really wanted to do the Disney wedding and go through fairy tale weddings, but it just wasn't going to work for our family. So I have a really large extended family and he has a really large friend group. And it just was, there was no way to get everyone from Virginia to Florida, especially having older grandparents. So that was kind of how we got to having an at-home wedding. As much as a Disney wedding would have been awesome, it was also kind of nice to bring Disney to where we were. And there really wasn't a discussion about having any other theme other than Disney. It was just a given that everyone seemed to assume was going to happen. And so we just went with it. That's great. Did that reflect on how you chose your venue? So when we chose our venue, we decided we wanted somewhere that was really a blank slate to be able to do some creative type of things. Where I'm from, it's mostly a beach town. So a lot of the venues were beach oriented or were somehow beach styled. And that wasn't really where we were going as much as having a Little Mermaid wedding would have been awesome. We really wanted a retro component to it. So that's kind of how we found our venue was just looking for wedding venues that were reasonable because I'm a little kind of cheap, to be honest. (laughs) But also, I mean, not that it was like super, but anyway, that probably wasn't a good (laughs) moment. I know what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. A place that was reasonable, I suppose. And that also we could do a lot with it. So that's kind of how we settled on our venue. Okay. And how many guests did you invite and how many were at the wedding? I think we invited 112. And I think probably, or maybe we invited about 115. I'd say I think 112, including us. 
showed up. We pretty much had full attendance. I think maybe a handful of people couldn't come, which, I mean, it's nice that so many people were able to support us. Right, definitely, because having it at home, and that allowed more people to attend. Right. Now, did you guys use the services of a wedding planner? We did not. I would say that was probably an area that we regret, at least not having a day of coordinator, but my mom is a very type A person, and so is my husband, and she felt like they could just handle it. And, I mean, we handled it. We pulled it off, but I think having someone in the middle would have been probably a good idea. Now, how did that work? Because it seems like in addition to traditional Disney touches that you see, you guys also had like large set pieces and things. So how did that all come together? So my husband, who I I will say is probably the most involved groom in the history of matrimony, uh, really wanted to have something grand. He had, he's just a big party person. His family does big parties. So he had seen online someone had a miniature type of mid-century modern stand. And he's like, well, that's great. But what if it was, it's a small world? And what if it was giant? So it kind of went from being what I thought would be miniature to being gigantic. It's like a reverse spinal tap. (laughs) Yeah. So everyone in my family was, my parents were absolutely shocked when they walked in and it was huge. But I, I mean, all's well that ends well. It ended up being great, and it's what everybody asks us about. But he ended up designing it, and he designed it in the same scale that Disney does. Their forced perspective. So I don't remember the math, but he had a family friend that was a set designer, and they whipped it up in a weekend. So it's in a garage in Northern Virginia somewhere, as we speak. <laughs> and how did you get it installed in time? <laughs> His parents were in a giant truck. So they live probably about three or four hours away from where we got married and they got a giant truck. And then the morning of the wedding, him and some of the groom's ladies, boyfriends and his dad just put it up. I think when they designed it, they, they came up with a way to make it be really easy to put together. I think it was just in three pieces. Got it. I wasn't there for it. (laughs) (laughs) As it should be. The bride doesn't need to know about any of this. (laughs) I didn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so what other kinds of Disney touches did you incorporate in your event? So all of our tables were based on different lands at the, the Disney parks. We tried to stay with Disneyland first because our theme was date night at Disneyland, which was the event they used to do at Disneyland in the late 50s, early 60s. So all of our tables were lands. And then we had to kind of expand out. So I think there were some pretty obscure ones by the end of it. But um, (laughs) we drew up centerpieces for every single table that had the theme of the land. It was important to me that we weren't super cliche about it. So we tried to find little things that could go. Uh, We really love toys. So we tried to pick things from our own collection or look for vintage my favorite thing is we bought like a big owl from Country Bear Jamboree for the Critter Country table and just little things like that. I think we also, our first dance was Glenn Miller Orchestra, When You Wish Upon a Star. So we thought that could be like a subtle, not even, that's not even subtle. We didn't really do, we tried to be subtle, but we're not subtle people. Um, Trying to think what else. Uh, so the musical selections were pretty much Disney oriented until after 
dinner was over. It's like hard to think of when you're looking at it. You know, our hashtag was zippity say I do da. We went to Disney for a bachelor trip. It was kind of just everywhere. We had a number of, and it's a small world was our, our major inspiration. We really love Mary Blair. So our invitations had that. We got engagement photos done at Hollywood Studios. So our save the dates had us dressed as Mouseketeers. We kind of went as far out with it as you could without having someone dressed as Mickey Mouse show up, which would have been nice, but not. There's only one Mickey Mouse, so he was busy. (laughs) Did you guys get any feedback from your guests on the Disney aspects of the wedding? I know that people definitely, this big set piece was definitely talked about as a thing. It was supposed to just be for the reception, but it ended up raining. So we got married in front of it. And it was definitely the thing that most people talked about. I think my, our parents were pleased that it was not when they heard that it was going to be a Disney wedding. I think they were really afraid of how over the top it could be. So I think there was a lot. They were very pleased by that. We definitely had people that we didn't even know were Disney people at our wedding tell us things about it. Like we found that one of my mom's work friends, husband worked at the contemporary when it first opened in the seventies. And Mm. I had no idea about these things. And that was pretty neat. We had a photo booth where we have a picture of the uh, sleeping beauty castle that people really liked. And we had made Disney props, which people seem to really enjoy I think the one thing that had some, maybe not negative feedback, but we had e-tickets for the tables where people could go and sit. And some people did not understand that there was a sign seating, but that's okay. I don't think that was a comment on the e-tickets. Yeah, I think that that happens at every wedding. (laughs) Okay, that's good. Because I was so proud of those e-tickets. But yeah, people seem to really like I've, I've heard a lot of positive comments. I mean, I'm sure no one tells you that your wedding was terrible, but <laughs> I mean, they might, I'm not sure, but we've received a lot of positive feedback from our guests and online, which has been good. Oh, that's great. So when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? I think that that's, a different question for anybody that you, <laughs> any of like the three major players for our wedding. So my husband was very interested in how everything looked and to make sure everything photographed well and was in the aesthetic that we wanted. So he really focused on the decor elements and the design. My mom was a hundred percent about the food. They're always big food people. If people come over, they want to make sure they're well fed and that it's a good meal. So I know that the food is definitely where most of the budget went, which I mean, people really liked our food. So I'm still hearing good comments. So I guess that was worth it. For me, like I said, I, I really wanted a, a dessert table and a pretty dress. And <laughs> that's kind of what I got. I had a much more laid back approach to the wedding than I'd I don't want to generalize and say most brides, but at least for the other people involved in the wedding, I was probably the most laid back. <laughs> well, that's good. You can't all be type A. <laughs> I'm really, I'm, I'm not. That's why my family works. My mom's type A, my dad and I are type B. I'm married to type A. It's just not everybody can be 
number one, or detail-oriented. <laughs> and then what were the areas where you saved money or you saved time? I'd say that the number one time saver, which I'll start off by saying I'm pretty frugal with the whole thing, just because I know that we were told that a certain amount of money was okay for a budget. And just because I knew that that's just the way things are, which is definitely, I think, part of the wedding industry is like, well, why is it $120 a chair or something? Well, that's just how it is. And I was like, having major problems with that. So I definitely paid attention. And I think the thing that we saved the most money on, I mean, I saved a lot on the dessert table. So a cake is generally pretty expensive for a traditional tiered wedding cake. And that wasn't really our plan anyway, because I know not everybody likes cake. So I think I got, I got a coconut cake that was big enough for us to cut into. I got some pies, cupcakes, macarons and then we went to Krispy Kreme and got a bunch of donuts and I think I paid about $200 for everything and I was pleased with how it laid out unfortunately it got eaten into way too early in the night but that's okay that um, means it looked really good <laughs> yeah I I saw lots of pictures of cocktail hour with people at donuts that's okay uh, <laughs> they were my my nieces so I can't get too mad but um I think we saved the most the most money on that as far as time saving goes I'm not really sure there's anything we kind of did everything we were engaged for two years so or over two years so pretty much everything was a very slow process to make sure that we got it exactly how we wanted I, I guess the the backdrop that I got for the photo booth was a big time saver. My husband was going to sit there and design the whole thing and take it to a printer and all these things. And I found it on eBay. So I think at the, and I ended up saving money with that because I know, you know, you want everything to be special and custom, but still nobody else has that we know has that. So I think it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I mean, I know this sounds cliche, but it's hard to remember the day after it's happened or when it's happening. It kind of goes by so fast. I liked when we got our pictures together without other people, when it was just us and the photographers. That was kind of a nice moment. I'm not usually a quiet person, but a nice quiet time. I also, my daughter-father dance was really awkward so I I I guess I will think fondly on that my dad and I are terrible dancers we practiced (laughs) so hard and the DJ told my dad if if you want out just give me a signal and I'll stop (laughs) the song and I think my dad stopped the song probably about 30 seconds in I think we did like a twirl and my dad was so red it was just stop because he doesn't I don't think he really likes being the center of attention and I think about his, his speech a lot because I knew he, I told him he didn't have to do it because I knew he was so nervous. And we were about to move on. Like the photographer had already left and he decided to do it at the last minute. And it's like, I want to cry thinking about it because he was just so sweet. You know, there's, because I know he was, he had the whole thing memorized. And I know for him, he probably practiced that for, for so long. So, I mean, I guess those are probably 
I guess I should say more times with my husband, but really the times with my father, to be honest. Well, I mean, think about it. How often in your life do you spend that kind of time with your dad, you know, where your dad actually talks about things like that? That's true. I mean, I have a very close relationship with my parents, which is a lot of why we had a home wedding instead of a, a Disney one, just so they could be more involved in it, I think, or so there was more for us to do together. But it was good. I think there's a lot of good memories. <laughs> That's wonderful. Was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? <laughs> I wasn't happy about the rain. I really, I never thought I'd want to get married outside. I had made these tulle curtains and they were yellow and pink and I spent so long and it rained and they got ruined. And we bought these balloons to guide the way and my mom had to fish them out at midnight in the dark in the rain. (laughs) So I was, I guess that's a piece of advice. I don't recommend spending a lot on balloons. (laughs) A lot goes wrong or getting your hopes up on the weather, which I, I knew better, but I did anyway. So I think that's the big one as far as, I mean, nothing you can control. That was the big one though, was the rain. I was, I was pretty disappointed, but it's okay. And you still got great pictures, so. Yeah, I can't complain too much. And it stopped raining for our formal picture. I think it stopped raining once the wedding actually happened. But the ground was awfully wet, so I think it's okay. I saved my hair. (laughs) Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were stressing out about, and then it turned out not to be? Okay, so (laughs) I ordered my dress online from, like, a reputable dress seller but unfortunately uh, it came from England and I messed the sizing up so I ordered it a size too small and I thought I could return it but it turned out returns were only if you lived within the EU so I was stuck with the dress that was too small so (laughs) there was some stress to lose weight to fit into it which I didn't want to be like that for my wedding I was trying to be like really positive with how I looked and then I had to there was like a one inch gap and um we took it to get altered and the woman was like just lose some weight (laughs) so bad (laughs) my mom thought that was so funny but I was like not I ended up being able to do it without really trying that hard I guess I just didn't try at all you know beforehand (laughs) so I was able to fit into it with some tugging and some spanks but I would say I'm a really anxious person, but I'm anxious about things that don't make sense. But as far as the wedding went, I was fine. I don't know if my medication was like working on overtime, but I didn't have a lot of anxiety about about the wedding at all, to be honest. Maybe I should have had some more, but the dress was my only concern. No, that's great to hear. I mean, everybody would love to have a smooth planning process. Yeah, I was just fine. Do you have any tips or advice for future brides and grooms who want to incorporate Disney into their at-home weddings? Some big things are to edit. So I'm a really over-the-top kind of person, and it was hard to take things back a little bit because, and not that I won't always love Disney and that I wouldn't love having an over-the-top wedding, but to a certain extent it is for we wanted to have a little bit of a more 
classy, I guess, <laughs> affair. So I had, we definitely had to edit. I think also Pinterest is really fantastic and I love to get ideas, but there was a time where my husband said, you need to stop looking at it. I think you could drive yourself nuts because it got to the point where I would be directionless. So I think you should really spend some time. I'm a big journaler, make some lists about what you really want because you can't incorporate everything and still have it look cohesive for your guests or for your guests to understand Especially date night at Disneyland is kind of a weird theme. My mom was like, is this a retro wedding or a Disney wedding? Because I don't, she had a, she didn't get it for a while. So we had to like stick to something specific. And I think some of my favorite Disney weddings I've seen are ones that have a specific, like this is a Haunted Mansion wedding or this is a Tiki Room wedding. So don't get carried away because <laughs> it's easy to, especially in, in wedding stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? We were on Rock and Roll Bride, the wedding blog. We also have an Instagram. It's zippity, so zip, uh, D, say I do da. And we post various Disney stuff, but there are a lot of of wedding images, particularly if you go back a little bit, but we, we post it all the time because it's something that like aesthetically we are so proud of. Okay. And I will also put a slideshow of photos in the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And if you are listening in the podcast app for iPhone, just tap episode webpage to go check that out. Well, Megan, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's interested in planning a Disney-themed at-home wedding, and I appreciate your taking the time. Well, thanks for having me. I really love talking about my wedding. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Do it for 50 more years. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>